It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Nutty squirrel causes chaos inside family's New York home. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. Well, hello, Kevin. Howdy, boys, and welcome to the news on a Friday morning. We are going to dive into something that I wish Max could have heard because it sounded like Max might need this. A new meal to throw in the microwave. I'm How listening. Do you guys like lasagna? Yeah. Yes. Do you like macaroni and cheese? Heck yes. Do you like two great tastes that taste great together? <laughs> Heck yes. It's like Jan Kevin in your mouth. Uh, that, that is it. Mm. Stouffer's has announced they will be releasing the new Lasagna Mac. Lasagna Mac, wow. A microwave dinner that combines lasagna with macaroni and cheese. It is exactly what it sounds like, a lasagna with a layer of mac and cheese in the middle. Huh. Stouffer's is describing it as the ultimate comfort food. They say we're bringing two of our best-selling products together as simply a way to express the intent of our new marketing campaign. Happy Full. They put it together as one word, like happyful. Happyful. Wow. Like, you know, you're beautiful. Now you're happyful. I love that. Well done. We work to create a recipe that will make our fans feel both happy and full. Lasagna Mac is a great example of how our innovation is anchored in consumer obsession and incredibly delicious. I'd be interested to see how it tasted together. Here's how I'm picturing it. And I'm going to be way wrong on this, but then we could take this one and make real lasagna mac. I'm, a, I'm imagining a noodle base, noodle on the bottom, layer of cheese, layer of macaroni cheese, that, that kind of powdery stuff, but mm-hmm. mixed together, then noodles, then a layer of cut up hot dogs, then noodles, Ooh. then another thing of the macaroni cheese, then noodles. Yeah, I'm guessing they don't have hot dogs cut up in yeah, it. Yeah, the hot dog layer is fancy. And it is instead fancy. of Instead of doing, you know, the beef or whatever in the lasagna, hot dogs. Or both. Yeah, because I think the only actual lasagna thing I want in this equation is the noodles. You don't want the sauce? Because otherwise, I kind of want my mac and cheese to be mac and cheese. But what a different, unique way to do it. Now, I know that's not what we're getting, but it uh, does lead me to think we could make this one and put it on TikTok and become famous. (laughs) Got to get a good name for it, though, Slimmy. What's the catchy name for it? That's what Kevin's here for. That's true. Kevin is our name guy. Kevin, Mm. three, two, one. Hot dog noodle sandwich. <laughs> yep, you did it. You did it. You never again. You never fail me on that. That was with no. Five I'm good at naming notice. stuff. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you guys gave me the one job. You said a long time ago you were in charge of all naming things because you're good at it. And I said okay. Well, every and time I we would sit serious. in the same room, we would be like, you know, be like, ah, oh, hot dog, lasagna, mac and cheese. Let's call it. Mac doggy noodle crafty thingamabobber right. and yep. Slim would go, no, that's stupid. Why don't we call it dog noodle uh, stuff? And then Kevin go, Kevin? Hot dog noodle sandwich? <laughs> that's exactly it. It describes it perfectly. And then we'd be like, yeah, that's the one. Good job.
Yours yeah, actually I mean, sounds better already just with the name than theirs. It does, right? Plus, Lasagna what kid's Mac? not going to call for that? You go, hey, what do, what do you want? Hot dog noodle sandwich. Yes, please. It in really fact, makes... if you're a parent, ask your kid today, what, what is Stouffer's calling their phony baloney? Lasagna Mac. Lasagna Mac. Ask your kids right now, hey, would you like to have lasagna Mac for dinner or a hot dog noodle sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got a winner. <laughs> yes, we do. Story number two. A runaway winner. Although, does that make yes. it sound like the hot dog is the bread? <laughs> or hey, the... hey, Jay, uh, never mind. Jay, no, don't worry. Hey, don't worry about that technicality, bud. Yeah, that takes you. care of itself when they have this delicious treat. Thank you. Well played. Well, that's a neat thing with it. I think you can kind of mix up which layers on top, right? If you want a noodle or a hot dog on top. Huh? Yeah. Uh, now let's talk this. There's a theme park in Malaysia that has been awarded a Guinness World Record after installing a new water slide. That will be the world's longest inner tube water slide. Ooh, this actually sounds fun. The inner tube water slide is 3,645 <laughs> feet long. What? How long does that take to go down? That is... And how, how many stairs is that to climb back up? Jay, that, that, that is exactly what I was going to say. How this sounds awesome, right? It's obviously on a mountain. That's over a half a mile. Oh my gosh, that's great! Right? What's half a mile? Twenty seven hundred. Well, five thousand two hundred eighty feet, right? Is is a mile? So twenty six hundred is half a mile. So it's a no thousand. Way. So it's like three quarters of a mile. Oh my goodness, that would be fun. That's like if you okay. So put this in in perspective. If you were standing, what? Give me a location in downtown somewhere. Well, let's just do the fountain. Okay, I'm trying to let me do. So, if you're at the fountain, downtown Spokane at the fountain, and you head towards Gonzaga on what, Spokane Falls Boulevard? Okay. And you go three fourths of a mile, that's how long it is. <laughs> Thank you. That's certainly cleared it up. I now have a perfect what visual. A of it. visual. Mm, yeah. Not a, I just want to help. I'm here to help. How guys. many you meters? Did that really help. How many meters you, is that? Any idea? Let me see. Hang on. Let me. That one might have been a little confusing because sometimes downtown's a little tricky. Let me try this one. I think it's 500 Because meters. this is a little bit downhill. And I'm talking it, parking meters. If you started at who, the top of the Freya Hill. There the we go. Point, Here we point. go. Yes. Okay? A little more water slide vibe uh-huh. to it. So this might be a little make a little more sense. Yep. You start there at the very top. Go for, for 0.75 miles. That's how long that stinking water slide is. Whoa. When you put it that way. Yeah. Think about it. You realize how long it is. Okay. Of all that, yeah. I will say this, Kev. When you said there was going to be a record water slide, I automatically assume it's going to be, this is the fastest water slide, or this is the tallest water slide, right? Because it's the, the rush, the adrenaline rush. And those are cool to me, but I'm always a little scared. Mm-hmm. A yes. long inner tube ride is the best of the this water slide great. records. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, by the way, it goes through a rainforest. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't it? It's Malaysia. And to make sure the uh, walk back is not so miserable, it actually has a thing where it pulls the inner tubes back up to the no. top. What? Uh, yes. So it's like a chairlift for tubes? Yes. Whoa. They have the ability to I get am... the tubes back up the hill if you so choose. I'm now going to look oh. for a video of this. This seems to be I don't know which awesome. ride is more fun, right? Because both are actually going to be enjoyable. 
Well, the ride down, I, I'm assuming, would be a little bit more tempo, but the ride up is kind of like the lazy river. I mean, yes. you're just kind of like, woo, this is easy. This is so fun. If you put a drink stand at the bottom. And it's Malaysia, so there's probably no bugs. And that's a, that's very true. How did you get so bitten up? Well, I was at the water park. I was on the water slide. I went one time. <laughs> Uh, asked why they made the world's longest water slide. Mm-hmm. Sim Chu Cheng, who is the chief executive officer of Sim Leisure Group, said, I just had a desire to create a water slide that would last more than a few seconds. Okay, you know what? Thank you. Thank you, water slide developer. And to the person who asked that question, you're fired. Okay. Agreed. Hey, yeah. hey, why'd you make such good tasting ice cream? <laughs> Get out of here. You're so fired. I have a desire for it. Yeah. What a terrible question. Hey, why did you make such an awesome water park feature? Well, you know, I got tired of making really crummy ones. Right. And to their credit, they did not just go all I mean, the old record was eleven hundred and sixty eight feet. Oh, so geez. they shattered it Whoa. three times the length of the old record guys this this thing is amazing i now see a video and it's literally a chairlift to the top you just hook your inner tube on the side of the chairlift like you would with a you know a board or something and then you just jump on the chairlift it takes you to the top that is the greatest thing ever that's awesome wow and you know you hope it's 100 because when you're dripping wet you get on a chairlift look we're, we're spoiled rotten up here because boulder beach is legit that's an awesome yeah, water is. park up there at Silverwood. But that this right here is something that would make me turn my head. I, I love a good water park. That'd and a, a, all, a nearly mile-long ride sounds fantastic, even if it's not flying, even if you're not going fast. That, that sounds so fun. How much time do we spend in the lazy river? A yeah, long time. Right. So why not have a lazy river but maximized a bit. And again, if let's say if you started at 29th and we're going to go down the Freya Hill, how how far would the three-quarter mile water slide be? And again, I do this because I like to have some perspective here. Yes. Because it's hard when Kevin just says the numbers, yeah. the, the right. feet. Thank you, Slim. It's hard to do that. So you start, again, this would be like sit on an inner tube today. Do this. Sit on an inner tube at the top of the Freya Hill. And then scooch along. You know, you put your bottom and your hands and your legs and you just scooch along for 0.75 miles. That's how long it is. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Can you reenact the sound of dial-up internet? Kevin James. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter. Don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jay and Kevin Show. All right, Kevin. All right, dear Jay and Kevin. We recently had an issue with our 19-year-old babysitter. She was watching our two kids who are three and five. She ended up on a phone call that she said was a very personal issue and didn't want the kids to hear, so she stepped outside for like 15 minutes. When she was outside, not watching the kids, my three-year-old broke our TV. He climbed up on the stand, it fell over and cracked the screen. It's an older TV, we will just replace it. But I think it's unacceptable that she left them unattended and that she should pay for the damages or at least part of them to learn a lesson. My wife is very upset as well, but is on the fence about making her pay. 
Am I off base for thinking she needs to be held responsible in some way? Appreciate some thoughts on this one, Mark. 4410999, the phone number and the text line's 4348623. This one came in. They're responsible for their own kids. That's what they get if they're willing to leave them home with someone else. Yeah, the general and the opinions are all over the place on this one on Facebook, as they may be between the three of us. I don't know. We will find out in moments. But a lot of people are kind of saying, you know, I don't think she's responsible for the TV. I think maybe, you know, she's responsible for leaving the kids unattended. Like she needs to be held accountable for that and the fact that maybe she doesn't ever get a babysit again. Or if you like her as a babysitter in general, you better have some serious conversations about what the heck happened there. Why, why did you, you know, step outside? And uh, then there's other people just saying, man, your three-year-old's wild, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's on you, bud. <laughs> it's like, I like the ones that said your three-year-old's wild or why didn't you have your TV mounted to the wall? Mm. Like, you know, there's... Yeah, they were real deep on those. Yeah, exactly. And then James says, uh, "I think she should pay up. Sounds like the TV was watching the kids anyway. She should have been splitting her wages with the TV. Now she can." Ooh, a classic! Wow, a classic. They're always watching you. Situation. Classic situation of the man watching your kids. (laughs) Is a babysitter ever responsible for anything broken? I've had this happen when my kids were younger. We had stuff broken, but I never even thought about making a babysitter pay for it. No, and I think a lot. There's a lot of variables. First of all, you know, is it a babysitter you use a lot? If it's a babysitter you use a lot, you probably have some trust in them, and and then sure. it's one of those. Hey, well, you know, for the future reference, let's not take a five minute phone call, fifteen minute phone call that, you know, you're not watching. And what conversation are you having? You can't have in front of a five year old. So. Uh, I mean, if you already have an established relationship with a babysitter where you're like, yeah, you know, we trust you, but, man, that was a bad one, then, I mean, I think you keep the babysitter. If you don't have a relationship, you just don't use the babysitter anymore. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and here's the deal. If she's a decent babysitter most of the time, and this was a, you know full well the value of a great babysitter. Oh, don't, for sure. Don't be upsetting her. You you keep that, keep her happy. Keep her in the mix. Here, a lot of people are saying this. I bet you she already feels terrible. Right, right. And I was going to ask what I was going to ask you, Kevin. Like, let's put you in this situation. In this slim, you haven't had to have, you know, the the 19-year-old babysitter maybe, or maybe you have. Does it matter that she's 19 as opposed to, like, 17 or 16? Man, I, so, so my thinking is, well, a couple things. <clears throat> One, if a 3-year-old tried to push a TV over 15 years ago, and they did it, they would be the strongest baby known to man. <laughs> Anymore, pushing a TV, P- TV over is like moving a toaster. Yeah. They're just too easy. Right? They're, too, they're, they're so fragile. They're so small, yeah. even as big as they are. So I, can't, I would not blame the babysitter, okay, because I know how quickly my daughter moves. And when I am watching my daughter very diligently, she will break something right in front of my face. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I have a really hard time blaming the babysitter. I probably would be frustrated that they, they weren't eyes on. But I don't know that it makes a difference, Jay, between the 17 and 19 to me. And I, I'd say that just coming from a fact of I'm 39, my wife is younger than that, and we both have a hard time keeping up even when we're watching 
very closely. I mean, she could have been making a sandwich and turned totally. around, and the right. same thing could That's have happened. A, a lot of people are saying she could have gone to the bathroom and this could have happened. Right, and I, I, so and, I guess and there's I get some the fact th- that she went outside for a personal call is a, is a weird situation. So, How Kevin, about do you asking give her, her if everything's okay? Do you give her credit <laughs> for being really honest weird. and telling you that she was took a phone call? For sure. That part's really... Uh, she took some responsibility there that and told you what really happened. Obviously, you could have made up any story. So she at least was honest in that aspect. There are some people, Jay, with the 19, and to like if she was younger, 16 or oh, 17. Oh, okay. People saying that if you are 19, you know, you are old enough, you're an adult, you should yeah. probably at least offer to say, man, I feel bad. Yeah. Can I pay for it or something? I feel like that then, would have been, that would be something. And maybe yeah. I could see how that, where a kid, you're not going to expect that from a 16-year-old. No, no. So I do see that a little bit more, uh, but I'll. This is another comment that I thought was a good one, where she said, um, "Have you ever taken a personal call at work?" <laughs> hey, uh, unless I, you're watching three and five year olds at work, I don't know if that's I, yeah, the same. But yeah. I, but it was. A, she's like, just something to think about. Right. Like things happen, and sometimes these things happen. Was it good? And basically, most people are saying, just be thankful. The kid didn't get crushed under the TV yeah. and something mm-hmm. worse happened, you know, and you got out of this one. Okay. Uh, I need to do something real quickly since we have a daughter who's that age where babysitters are going to be needed. And one of them, I know, you know, if she's listening uh, to to Julia Few, we allow <laughs> phone calls and I'm fine with that. As long as mom and dad can get dinner. <laughs> Good clarification. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Sausage and some uh, Rotel. Rotel was a good touch, too. What's that? Uh, Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) You already ate it, Bruce. Kevin James. Pico de Gallo. Like a canned Pico de Gallo. Stewed tomatoes? Well, what's a Pico de Mayo? Oh, my God. (laughs) The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Coyote Country Club forecast update is brought to you by Factory Rip Lines. We will be 65 today, 50 tomorrow with showers. That's the next thing on my list. It's the Friday list. Simply remember my favorite thing. My favorite thing. Pay attention to me like you pay attention to your favorite thing. It's a Friday list! Slim sends out a little topic to our Friday crew every week, and then they just send us back a little audio response. We want to keep them involved, keep them, keep them on their toes. This week, boys, we ask about their yard. <clears throat> because I don't know if you've noticed, it's been nice out, and there's been a lot of people working in their yards yeah. in all the neighborhoods across the inland northwest. So let's let the boys brag about theirs. I asked them what the best thing about their yard is. Maybe they've done to it or they have involved in it. I'm going to tell you, we're saving Warren for the end because okay. Warren, I, I don't, I, right now I couldn't tell you honestly what he says his best part of his yard was. I remember I was intrigued by it, but Warren has a new question he wants to ask everybody. Oh. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> we start with a guy I'm actually super proud of. The, the creativity of this man is through the roof. Monty Tereski gets the, the front and center stage today because here is what Monty has in his yard he is proud of. Good morning to the Jay and Kevin show. Jay, Kevin, and Slip. Slip. Nah. Okay. First of all, <laughs> I will only, for the rest of today, be answering to Slip. So if you are texting or anything and you have a question for me, if it says Slim on it, I will not answer. If it says Slip, I will answer any and all questions to Slip today. And slip. 
Slip. Nah, I meant slim. That's what I meant. Good morning and uh, happy Friday, everyone. So, question of the day. Uh, what am I proud of in my yard? Most proud? And I'd have to say, I build a lot of things for my wife for her for her photography business, but I recently built something that... Uh, Kelly Tresky Photography, by the way. Kelly Tresky Photography has great things for backgrounds because Monty has made them. It's pretty darn cool. It's a... Um, Five foot wide, ten foot tall arbor, uh, and uh, it's got two ten foot wings on it. Uh, it'll be used for, obviously, for photography for, for my wife, and uh, it's uh, made out of pressure treated four by fours, two by fours, oh. and uh, and some fence panels. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty good. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I, I like it, and. Uh, uh, that's what uh, that's what I'm proud proud of right at the moment. I am working on another good size project, uh, a nice deck with uh, six by six posts, and it'll have a pergola over the top of it. So that's that's my next proud moment. Mm. But uh, for now, I'm going to say the arbor, and uh, we'll take it from there. Have a great Friday, everybody. Bye now. I do not want to undersell this. The thing Monty Tresky created and built in his backyard, yeah, looks like it is straight out of the ultimate wedding catalog. It's unbelievable. That's the true. setup he made. Yep, that's true. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. I never heard it called an arbor. I heard it called a trellis before, so okay. I didn't oh. know didn't know what it was at first. And then I when I looked at the picture he sent, I was like, oh my gosh, that looks like you ordered that online or something. That's right. amazing. We, well, we've done. all seen these. Kev, would you agree that the most time you see these would be at a wedding? Yeah, it's uh, almost every outdoor wedding they build some sort of arbor. Yes. Whether no matter what it's made out of, they'll do something that that is an arbor for the bride and groom to stand in. And Monty's is great, and oh. the wood, you know, like the trail leading up to it, out of wood, and then the trail in front of it, like where the bride and groom and the bridal party would stand. It's just well done. It's such a country look, and he's got you know great property where there's pine trees in the background it is a wedding venue congratulations monty yep. you need to be uh, having weddings there for sure like you said he made it out of perspirated wood or something like that That's here's it. max max the other end monty on the end of hey man look at this really proud of everything here's our good friend who we had on last hour maximus good morning guys uh what's the thing in my yard that <laughs> i'm proud of uh we got a brand new barbecue that i haven't had time to use um, other than that, uh, everything's a disaster, <laughs> and I hate yard work huh? and yards. Oh, boy. And, yeah, snow. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> snow, he too. just throws snow in at the end. I'm sorry, Max. I'm oh sorry. He's had a busy week. Gosh. I'm so sorry, Maxie. We love you. Okay. <laughs> this is, this. Uh, by the way, Max's smoker is awesome. When he does get that thing up and working, it is going to be so cool. No, he, it, seriously, Slip, you need one of those. Thank you, Jay. Okay, this is our buddy Bruce. Bruce, what are you most uh, what are you most impressed with with your yard, bud? Well, good morning, everyone. So we have a pretty good size yard. So I would, I guess, I would say I'm pretty proud of the fact that I haven't got it all cluttered up with old cars and scrap iron. <laughs> that and the fact that the wife won't let me clutter it up. But anyway. Anything past the edge of the grass, and she can't see from the kitchen window, well, then I can clutter that up. But she reminds me from time to time that it's getting pretty 
junky, yeah, so. I bet. I put a little more fertilizer on the lawn, <laughs> and it gets a lot greener, and that keeps her happy for a while. Okay, everybody, have a good weekend. <laughs> I am so Team Chris, Bruce's oh, wife, no. on this. I can't even express it. Thank you, Chris, for keeping Bruce honest on this one. It's all about the angles, the angle from the kitchen window. Bruce would just, he would have a junkyard. He would be the guy yeah. who has a junkyard cat running around his own junkyard in his front yard. Well, I hate to tell you this, but Bruce is not alone. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. Pretty common. Just, just hilarious. I love Bruce right there. But we begin with this man. This is Warren Strong. What do, you, what do you pumped about in your front yard, Warren? He actually has something good, I, I feel like, that he has made for his house. But it doesn't matter. It all matters. All that matters is the question he's about to ask us all at the end of this. Hello and hi and good Friday morning, everybody. What am I most proud of in my yard? Well, I'm just proud that the grass is turning green. Uh, we're a little later than Spokane up here in Nanook of the North. And so... Um, <laughs> Are we allowed to say that, by the way, on the yeah, radio? I, I think. I think okay. so, yeah. I think we're good. Okay. It's only been about the last week that the grass started to turn. Uh, as far as my porch goes, last fall, mm. I put railing all the way around the porch and I did it myself used used lumber Jay imagine that huh? <laughs> of course you did anyway I guess that's about it just that the grass is green and I'll be able to mow it pretty soon I got the mower ready to go so pretty okay. happy about that wow. okay so that's pretty good stuff that's good, right yeah that's pretty good he, uh, he worked on a, a cool railing yeah. used lumber he's got he's the got mower ready grass. yeah I, I mean that's a pretty I feel like that's a pretty good solid answer but it doesn't matter because this is all that Warren really wanted to do so, hey, I do have a question before I go. Oh, hit it, Warren. <laughs> if a cow and a half in a day and a half ate a bale and a half of hay, how many pancakes does it take to roof a doghouse? Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. I really miss Monty, Bruce, and Max on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 100% with you, Slip.